especially as women, we can feel like we aren't enough. Like we aren't powerful enough to make this change. You are, okay? We're taught often that you need someone to save you. You don't, okay? You just need the right tools and to be aware and accountable of yourself and be willing to do the work. And you are here to awaken yourself and to express yourself the most authentically that you can. Welcome to The Feminine Frequency. I'm your host, Amy Natalie, women's empowerment coach, feminine embodiment guide, and creator of The Feminine Codes. This podcast is designed to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your frequency, and empower your mindset. We cover everything from increasing your confidence, trusting your intuition, deepening intimacy in your relationships, and magnetizing abundance into your life. Each week, you'll receive a new episode filled with feminine wisdom and inspiration to remind you of the magic that already lives inside of you. Ready to dive in? Let's do this, sister. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to this week's guest episode of The Feminine Frequency. I am so grateful and excited to have you here with me today and I am going to be sharing something really, really special before we get into today's episode. Today, I am going to be announcing for the first time on the podcast the name of my debut book, which is going to be released on 11-11 of this year. This book has been two years in the making, and many of you have been following along my writing journey by following me on Instagram and here on the podcast. I've shared little snippets of my journey so far, and I'm really, really excited for this book to finally be birthed into the world. So the name of the book is The Feminine Way. Reclaim your feminine energy to create a life of pleasure, aliveness, and vitality. I will be sharing way more about the book in the next few weeks, but in the meantime, I have a special invitation for you as my podcast listeners. Before the book gets released into the world, I'm going to be hosting two in-person events to celebrate this milestone and to really honor this creation as it gets released into the world. So the first event is going to be taking place in San Diego on October 22nd. And the second event is going to be taking place in Asheville, North Carolina on November 11th. If you're interested in joining for either of these in-person events where I will be doing live book signings and we'll be doing meditations and having a really beautiful ceremonial experience, then please send me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Co and send me a direct message. Let me know you want to come to the event and I will go ahead and send you the link. We are keeping these links private because these are really intimate events and I want to make sure that I get to connect with you before you join me live in person for this experience. All right, so now we are ready to get into our introduction for our guest for today. Karen Chong is an international transformational speaker, writer, and champion for self-empowerment and a healer who has worked with thousands of people worldwide. After going through her own health crisis in her early 20s, which catalyzed her spiritual journey, she was driven by curiosity to explore the mystical and energetic systems that govern our experience of ourselves, of others, and of life itself. 
For over 25 years, she integrated and applied deep inner work and learnings from some of the top names in the personal development space to her successful real estate business in San Francisco, California. Despite the outward appearance of success, she still felt like something was missing, and that's when what she refers to as frequency work discovered her. Today, Karen guides others, helping them to start to experience the true richness of life, to embrace their power as the intentional co-creator of their reality, and to develop a deep connection to the divine within. By providing step-by-step tools to self-realization and releasing their distortion patterns on a frequency level, her clients are able to rewrite their spiritual blueprint, truly living in the abundance of the present moment. And I can share from personal experience that Karen is a super powerful and inspiring speaker, and I'm so excited for you to receive her wisdom today in this conversation. Enjoy this episode, and we'll see you on the other side. Hey, Karen, welcome to The Feminine Frequency. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I am so excited for this conversation. Yeah, I'm really enjoying even just like the first few minutes of connecting. I feel this sense of like groundedness that you have and this power and just like this openness. So I'm excited to get to know you more today and to share about your wisdom and your medicine with our community here on the Feminine Frequency. I'd like to start by hearing about what is something that is lighting you up in your life or your work right now? What's something that's feeling inspiring, expansive? Well, what I love right now is that so many people are waking up. There are um, so many people who are hearing a calling to something that they had a sense was there, but they probably ignored because, you know, life is busy. They've got work, they've got kids, they've got a partner, they've got, you know, there's a lot of stuff. And so you're kind of like, you know, putting that to the side, but you kind of know it's there. But what's happening is right now, especially right now, consciousness is rising and the calling to wake up and to recognize within yourself, your own empowerment, the own mag- your own magnificence that most of us aren't really even aware of is becoming louder. Like more and more people are seeking this because it's more present right now in the field. So to me, that is really exciting because I have been waiting for this time for quite a while and to see mm-hmm. it happening now and so many people embracing it and finding their way there and expressing that through the uniqueness of them is really amazing. And then to be able to do what I do and to help them in whatever way or whatever shape that is, that to me is my biggest joy because you get to witness people coming into their gifts into waking up into their glory, basically. And that to me is really exciting. Mm, that excites me and lights me up so much as well. And yeah, we are in this amazing time in history where So many souls are awakening and many people call it the feminine rising or the age of Aquarius, this, this period that we're in. And I know that you've been on your awakening journey for a long time now, and I'd love for you to share a little bit more about what that was like for you in, I believe your twenties, when you first awoke to your own spirituality and 
What was the catalyst for that? Well, for me, it was the first main catalyst was a healing crisis. So a lot of people I have found that enter a spiritual journey usually begin because of some kind of crisis, right? At least a lot of people do. And for me, it was a health crisis. So um, if you can imagine a really itchy mosquito bite, like on a knuckle or like the back of your knee, and it kind of just drives you nuts because it's like itching all the time. Well, I had that from basically under my chin all the way down to my ankles. And I had severe eczema and they couldn't figure out what it was. And I would just scratch my skin raw and wake up the next day with like my clothes sticking to me. And it got to the point that I wasn't sleeping. So, you know, weeks and months into this, I start to lose it emotionally and um, eventually started to entertain really dark thoughts of taking my own life because I don't didn't think I could handle it. And by the way, I mean, I was doing things to try and deal with it, right? I was going to see specialists, et cetera, et cetera, and nothing was helping. And so I ended up um, going to see, I was in New York City at the time. I ended up flying to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, which is like half the country away in a different, <laughs> different country than the prairies, and um, met an acupuncturist there who could see energy. Now I'd seen other acupuncturists, so it wasn't like a new thing. But within five weeks of um, just needles and cups and some herbs, I had totally changed from being a suicidal hot mess to vibrant and a totally different person. And then my question was, what happened? What is there beyond the scene, the, the, like the physical, like what it is we can touch that is out there? Because this man in five weeks created massive change by using things that seem like trivial almost. So what is there beyond the scene? And so that is what catalyzed my spiritual journey. And uh, it became a 25 year journey of exploring what is out there, the mystery. How does the physical reality really work? So I'm very curious and that's what catalyzed the journey. Mm. Yeah. So powerful. Thank you for sharing. And yeah, it's so true. I mean, my, my healing journey too was catalyzed by, you know, a lot of physical health issues, autoimmune issues. I also have eczema and also with the emotional health, you know, and, and it does bring us to a place of being like, huh, like, is this really all there is to life? Like there has to be something different. There has to be a better way. Like I didn't come here to struggle and suffer. And it's interesting that as humans, we have to get to that point to be like, okay, I'm going to make a change or I'm going to look for a solution, or I'm really going to take this seriously. And I'm going to start prioritizing my health or seek out support. And yeah, I feel like that many people get to that place in their, in their own way. And it doesn't just happen overnight. It's like this, you know, brewing underneath the surface until we get to that, that point. And maybe you have one breaking point or many breaking points before you actually do something about it. But yeah, it can really, really relate to your story. And, and I'd love to hear more about your exploration around understanding energy. And specifically, I know that you work a lot with frequency work. So if you can yeah. explain what is frequency work and how can that support our listeners on their healing journey? Totally. So to answer your first question. So for me in this 25 year long seeking, I tried a whole bunch of different modalities, right? There's a lot out there. Some of it's really powerful. Some of it isn't. Some of it's wrapped up in glittery packaging 
and actually is dark. So there's a lot out there. And so I explored a lot and I'm the type of person who's really curious. So I would implement, right? So I explored a whole bunch of personal development stuff, which is sort of more traditional. Then I studied into the world of um, like traditional Chinese medicine, then more out there stuff like um, Dr. Donnie Epstein's work and um, Dumvolo Melchizedek's work. So I went from like, you know, the whole spectrum, <laughs> like personal development all the way to like woo-woo land <laughs> because I was really curious and I would implement things quickly because I'm very curious to see like, okay, this is a cool energy dynamic. What does that look like in the physical realm? How can that be expressed? And at the time, my husband, Chris, and I had a real estate practice in San Francisco and we were implementing all these cool different personal development stuffs and also all this energetic work that we sort of had discovered. And we built a really great practice. We had a really high referral rate, clients that left us. But what happened for me is that I still ran really deep scarcity patterns. I was always really freaked out about whether or not we would have enough. So my sort of tell was that I would spreadsheet, like how much money yeah. I would had, what clients would come in, when would they close? Like, oh my God. Very, very masculine. <laughs> very masculine. Yeah. Very in my masculine back then. Uh -huh. And like very detail oriented. And this is my path and all that stuff. Okay. Mm. It's kind of funny to think of myself back then. But what I noticed was despite the external trappings of success, and if you were outside looking at our lives, you'd be like, wow, really abundant. I still felt crappy. You know, like I still felt like I didn't have enough constantly. And I also noticed that a lot of our peers were not doing the same internal work. And yet they were like outproducing us, meaning they were more successful externally. And that was really frustrating to me. And then one day I went to go see my acupuncturist and I just come back from my own personal sacred journey. And we could talk about that some other time. Mm. And she said to me, she, we were just chatting about it. And she said to me, have you ever heard of frequency work? And it was like time stood still. And I knew in that moment, cause it got really long. It was like, right, the time got really long. It's only ever happened three times in my life. And I was like, no, but I need to. And it was in that moment that I was introduced to or compelled to follow um, what is frequency work. Now, um, I didn't know anything about it. So to answer your second question, which is what is frequency work? Okay. So as many of you know out there, um, everything is vibrating. So everything is vibrating at different rates of vibration. And that rate of vibration dictates what that thing looks like. So for example, if you take water, the molecules of water vibrating at a very, very high rate is steam. And when that vibrational rate slows down, it becomes water, liquid water. And when that vibrational rate slows down even more, it becomes ice or solid. So if you take that idea and extrapolate that extremely to pure source or source, the divine, the all that is, whatever you want to call, that extremely highly vibrating consciousness from which everything derives and to which everything returns, that is vibrating an extraordinarily high rate that we can barely conceive of because it's so beyond the mind. Now, that, let's call it oneness, is vibrating at a very high rate and it can create anything and can experience 
everything because it is one. So if it wants to create variety, it does something called dropping its vibration rate to experience something called individuation. Like even for consciousness to be aware of itself as separate is a drop in vibrational rate. Mm. And then to experience more variety, that vibration slows down even more into individuation, which slows down into, well, first frequency, and then what we call energy, and slows down even more to what we call form or physical matter. So everything in your physical world, from my perspective anyway, is created first at the level of frequency. If you don't change things at the frequency level, because the physical mirrors spirit or frequencies, you kind of like hit the same blocks in the physical over and over again, because the root of the problem isn't in the physical, it's at the frequency level. So when you can change things at that level, the physical can reorganize at tremendous speed because you're changing the root of the problem. You're not like chipping away at it. You see what I'm saying? At the physical, mm -hmm. because it requires a much higher rate of vibration to change at that level so that the physical can reorganize. And what's amazing about frequency work is that you don't have to believe it. You don't have to like wish your way to it. You don't have to affirm your way to it. You have to be aware of yourself and raise your vibration level and be open to change happening much faster than you might believe. So that's why I love frequency work. And the change that I see in people is extraordinary and it can happen so fast. Like uh, one of my clients had, when she came in, had serious kidney issues and was on like, I don't know, six different meds and really very ill. Now she's on two meds. What she has to take is a lot lighter. It's only been like three months. Her doctors are like, what is happening? And she's like, I have not changed anything. All I've done is frequency work. So my point is, would if you had told her a year ago, is that possible? She would have said no. She would have said no. And she came into frequency work hoping for something, but not knowing what it could be. And also very skeptical because, you know, she's been sick mm -hmm. for a while. So the thing is, as you do frequency work and you clear what I call distortions, what you believe is possible, what you even hope for, what you wish for, what your limitations are completely shift, which is amazing because then we can start to express what I consider to be our true nature and express that in our unique, amazing, authentic expressions of us. Mm, beautiful. I'd love to come back to that piece in just a moment, but I, the, the nerdy sciencey part in me is like really turned on right now. I'm like, Ooh, this is so fun. Like I, I love, yeah, I love how detailed you went to the description because it, it's, it's so helpful to understand in, in my mind, at least, um, you know, the, the difference in frequency work versus maybe like mindset work or, maybe mm -hmm. some physical healing modalities that are in the 3D reality. Yeah, so that, mm -hmm. that was really beautiful. Okay, so for frequency work, is there something that, you know, if someone's at home, is this something that they could be practicing on their own, like visualizations? Is it that you come to a practitioner and it's an energy healing modality? Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about like what this looks like in, in practice. 
Yeah. So I'm going to start from the very beginning by saying that I'm very um, driven by empowering others. Okay. So mm. I don't want to create codependency on me. That's not my function in this world. Okay. My function is to help you raise your vibration and to empower you so that you know that you did it. Okay. I might help you, but you're doing it. Okay. It's very important because I think, especially as women, we can feel like we aren't enough. Like we aren't powerful enough to make this change. You are. Okay. We're taught often that you need someone to save you. You don't. Okay. You just need the right tools and to be aware and accountable of yourself and be willing to do the work. And you are here to awaken yourself and to express yourself the most authentically that you can. So to answer your first question, which I sort of derailed us from a little bit here, <laughs> very flowy, mm -hmm. but so there's no modality that's instructed. It simply has to do with high, how high, excuse me, your vibration rate is. So for me to be able to facilitate this, my own frequency resonance has to be very high. Okay. I have to sit in neutrality and I have to be completely present. So me, Karen, the human isn't really present in the sense of, it's not like I'm channeling something comes into me, etc. What I'm doing is I'm working at the level of the field or the oneness. I'm working at that very high level of frequency, which is beyond the frequency of the mind, which has judgment and thought and story and memory, all that stuff. Okay, that's the mind. Comparison. I'm working at the level of field. So what I'm doing is I'm scanning in the field for the frequency resonance or the frequency signature that is your individuation as a human in this specific space-time reality or this consciousness plane. Okay, that's what I'm scanning for. I'm not really scanning, like, um, people are like, do you see the person? No, it's actually over the phone. I never see the, the clients. I hear their voice for like two seconds. I'm like, hi, welcome to the session. And they're like, hi, my name is Sadhan. I'm like, great, let's start. Because I'm not looking at you physically. Does that make sense? That's not, I know it's wonderful, but it's not really important for the work that I do. Does that make sense? I'm scanning for you on frequency level. Okay. And then what I'm doing is I'm releasing the distortions that are priority at spirit level for you to release so that your vibration level can rise at the fastest rate possible that is appropriate for you. And just to make it really clear, I'm in response to your highest self. Okay. So I'm not in response to your humanness. So um, I'm doing this not only one-on-one, -on -one, but I actually do a lot of my work in what I call masterminds or groups. So for example, it'll be on a particular theme. And it's amazing to me what happens in these masterminds because you come together with the highest selves of all these people are coming together to release the distortion patterns around this particular topic like low self-worth or scarcity or whatever the thing is. And when I'm releasing the distortion patterns in the mastermind, it's amazing to me how many people will write in and say, I know you theoretically were working on us as a group, but it felt like you were talking just to me. Because what's happening is when you join that mastermind, all of you share certain distortions that need to be released. And I'm in response to that mastermind, you see, the highest selves of 
the collective. Remember, we're all one. <laughs> I know it's a hard thing to like wrap our minds around, but we're all one. So when you're in a mastermind, we're actually returning to that sense of one. You know, a lot of people in our in our culture, especially, you know, if you're if you're American or Canadian or like with Western culture, we're very individuated. We're like, it's all about us, it's all about our whatever. And that's important. And we have to remember that we are one. So when you come together as a group, you are mirroring that sense of that collective, the oneness, which is why also when we collectively release distortion patterns, the ripple effect of that out into consciousness is huge because in the field, that possibility for others to release those same distortions is seeded and accelerated. So not mm -hmm. only are you working on yourself when you do frequency work, which is amazing in its own right, but you are having a ripple effect that you may not know, that you may not see, but it happens. And you never know who you're impacting. And it's amazing. And as your vibration rises, you start to feel that more and more. You're like, whoa, I just felt the field change. And I know something's happening. I don't know what it is, but something. And I just want to go back to something that I mentioned kind of briefly, which may be confusing to somebody, which is distortion patterns. And what are distortions? So distortion pattern, so distortion I know is negative in our language. You know, you're like, ooh, distortion, I don't want that. A distortion pattern to me is simply anything that keeps us from being fully merged back into the one. Okay, it's in part what creates your individuation. So it's not necessarily negative. I know it sounds negative and often it can be a pain in the butt, but it's not necessarily negative. Like your embodiment is a distortion because it keeps you from being merged completely with the one. It's not bad. You chose to come into the humanness, but it's still not pure oneness, right? You're not consciousness, you're embodiment, right? You're consciousness in embodiment, but still you need something to have density. So when I say we're releasing distortion patterns at the level of the field, so the way that I perceive things, here you are, a, a sphere of pure source energy vibrating at a specific individuated rate, okay? And that rate of vibration is just yours. When you choose to drop into embodiment, okay, which is a choice, and I know it's a pain in the ass sometimes, but it's actually a tremendous gift, when you drop into embodiment, what happens from my perspective is that layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of duct tape form around the sphere. So there's nothing wrong with the sphere. It's still vibrating, but it slows down because it's got all this, all this heavy crap all around it. And it forgets that it's surrounded by pure source energy all around it. So the layers of duct tape are like a metaphor for things like your lineage patterns. So, you know, the field of epigenetics is now in science discovering that what your great grandparents experienced very much impacts how your genetic code expresses now. Mm -hmm. So science is catching up to spirit, but all the, the stuff that your lineage experienced impacts you now, right? So for example, even if you weren't particularly re religious now in this lifetime, but you're your lineage was very, say, heavily Catholic, you may experience more guilt or the distortion of guilt or shame more strongly, for example, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's lineage. We also have distortion patterns from, from religion, from culture, from past lives, 
Okay. So all of these are these layers and layers of layers of duct tape. And as your frequency resonance rises, and as we release the layers of duct tape through frequency work, the sphere starts to be able to vibrate faster and faster. And you start to feel better and better because you're like, I don't like that heavy crud because it's limiting me and it feels bad. And you start to speed up and it's amazing the momentum that can happen. So not only does your physical life change, but how you, but most importantly, how you feel changes about you, about your ability to co-create, your um, appreciation for the messiness of your humanness, the glory of your humanness, and like what it is that you want to choose to live and express in this world. Mm. Yeah, so powerful to understand it on the the vibrational and the frequency level. And I know that there's so many people who are living right now and they're like becoming aware of that heaviness, of that density. And yeah. I know on my journey before, like early on in my journey, I didn't have a separation of like, or understanding of, oh, this stuff is weighing me down. I just felt like I was that stuff. So exactly. like the thoughts, like there was no separation before I started a meditation practice and understanding how to observe my thoughts or my frequency. It was like, oh, I'm just a victim or I'm just yeah. sick or I'm just depressed. And like, that was yeah. the identity. And then as yeah. you start to awaken, you start to be like, oh, okay these are patterns and programs and it's not me, but I'm witnessing them. And then it's like, oh, okay. As I start to release those patterns and programs, then like you said, your frequency rises, you become yep. more of your true self. And then you are just as a living, breathing being, like you're giving permission to other people to do the same. And you're, you're, as you said, I love what you shared about the ripple effect, which reminds me of, of the quote by Ram Dass, which is like, we're all walking each other home. Right. So it's like, as one person awakens and as another person awakens, we, we, it on a frequency level, it helps consciousness, but it also, I've seen, you know, if, if I didn't have mentors or teachers or other women who had, you know, are showing up in their power and they're self-expressed and they're, you know, doing work they're passionate about and they're making a certain amount of money. I would be like, I didn't know that that was possible for me. But as we start to show up in that way, other people are like, oh, okay, that's available. Like that's an yeah. option possible. So we, we get inspired and empowered by other people's way of being. So yeah. I wanted to come back to this piece around like your true self and your mm -hmm. authentic self, because this yeah. is a really deep part of my work. And how would you describe that? You mentioned like the oneness and then you also mentioned individuation. And so where does the true self come in? Yeah. So back to your point of often when we begin our spiritual journey, we believe our thoughts and our emotions. We believe that is us. You know what I mean? You're like, I think that I suck, so therefore I am, you know, like mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And what happens when you start to release the distortion patterns is you become aware of what I call the big S self or the part of you that is infinite, indestructible consciousness. And we often think that our thoughts and our emotions or what I call the little S self, the ego mind is all that we are. But you all know there's a part of you that is greater, that like, it's the same part of you that when you go out 
somewhere in nature or you look at a starlit sky and you feel that expansiveness and you're in that awe and you're like, wow. And you feel yourself expand or you're with someone you love and your heart expands. That is a glimpse of your big S self, the you that is infinite indestructible consciousness. It's when you receive intuitive guidance or knowingness, or you feel compelled to go a certain way, you're embodying that big S self. And the more and more you come into that expression of it, meaning or awareness of it, your expression of it in the embodiment is more free. Because when you release the distortion patterns of, I should be doing this, I have these obligations, I'm expected to look a certain way, I have to do this thing, I have to have my stuff together, you know, whatever, whatever the things are that you think you should be. When you start to release the distortions around it and you start to become aware of the big S self, you're like, wait a minute, who do I wish to be as opposed to who do I have to be? And that is totally different. And the amazing thing about your humanness is that you get to express it in the amazing, unique, authentic expression that is you. Because the you that is the big S self is infinite. It is infinite. So you get to choose. What do I want to create in my life? How do I want to feel? How do I want to inspire others? How do I want to uplift? What is my ripple effect in this world? Now, it doesn't have to be into humanity. It could be. It could be to your kids, to your best friend, to a community you serve, right? Just being you with the awareness of yourself at that big S level, being present in the moment can have such an amazing ripple effect that is so positive, not only for yourself, because you're living in congruence with that highest vibration of you, it uplifts so many people. And it can be like a casual conversation that you have with a friend. One of my favorite examples or favorite stories of this is um, there was a man who um, was brilliant, um, but was um, plagued with depression. And one day he um, was going to commit suicide. So he'd planned the whole thing. He'd written the notes, all that stuff. But on that day in the morning, his best friend stopped by without a plan. He just had this feeling like I should go visit him. I don't know why I'm just going to go. So they had a chat, right? It didn't seem anywhere out of the ordinary. His best friend was just being his best friend. And because of whatever happened in that discussion, the man chose to not go through with the suicide that day. Now, he never told his best friend what happened and what the conversation did for him. But many years later, he was accepting an award for some technological invention that he, did, he created that, by the way, saved millions of people's lives. And what he said was to his friend, he dedicated his award to his friend. He said, you don't know what you did, but be yourself. That day, I made a choice because of my conversation with you that not only saved my life, but has now saved millions of people's lives. We do not know what the ripple effect is of our beingness, but the higher your vibration, 
the more the ripple effect can be. And it's not important that we necessarily know what that ripple effect is. You know what I mean? Like to the specific detail, but to know that you're living in your highest vibration and you are having that ripple effect is incredibly empowering. And it's true. <laughs> you know? Mm, that story is so powerful. And yeah, just such a reminder of being your authentic self and, and your purpose in the world, I believe is to be yourself. It's not necessarily to have a certain job title or to be a business owner, or to be a healer. Like those might be parts of who you are, but the, the aspect of being your authentic self, the impact that that has on the people around you is tremendous. And I, I really, really love that story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And especially this piece about the, the self with the, the big S yeah, that that's a really big distinction because so many of us walk around without being connected to that bigger self, but it's in us all of the time. And so, yeah, I'd love to maybe close here. And if there's any, any practices, any tools, any, any thoughts that you have on ways that we can continue to deepen our connection with that big S self, with our authentic yeah. self, with oneness um, that we can leave our listeners with. Totally. So to me, the first thing is to begin releasing the distortion. So, um, and a lot of times we have a chattering mind and that can, that can be one of the biggest things that pulls us away from our awareness of that biggest self, right? Because you have all these thoughts in your head, all the things you got to do, all the things you haven't done, why you suck because you haven't done them or whatever, you know, the mind is like going <laughs> off, right? There's like, we all, yeah. have <laughs> especially for women, we're so hard on ourselves if we're not like amazing at everything, the job, the family, the friends, the house. It's like, oh my God. How fun. you look. How yeah. you look. Exactly. All of that, right? It's like, we're supposed to be perfect somehow. So anyway, so I have this free online class uh, on quieting your mind and uh, associated with it is the work, which is um, a free, what I call group frequency calibration meditation, which will help you do a number of things. One, to slow yourself down, to come into the center of the present moment of time, to drop away from that chattery mind. And then as you so beautifully did actually, when we started to become aware of the breath, become aware of the body, you will start to not only do that, but release some of the distortions which cause you to spin in your head. And from there, you'll just feel better and your day will get better and everything will get better. So you can start there. And we also have our own uh, podcast where I think we have over 190 episodes now, but I talk about different topics from spirit level. And at the end of every episode, I give a free group frequency calibration. It takes, a, it's a, my gift to the world. It's a tremendous amount of work. Mm -hmm. But if you want to sit at home and just listen to this, you know, either meditating or out on your walk with the dogs or you're making dinner or whatever, you can start there. And that to me is the most powerful thing to begin, to begin to release distortion patterns and then just see where it takes you. Mm, so powerful. Thank you so much for that gift. We're going to link it in the show notes so everyone can come over and listen to your podcast and get that workshop that you're offering. And yeah, it was interesting when I, when I first came across your work, it, there was something that I was like, Oh, we, we need to have her on the show. Like I know this and, and it makes sense, you know, the feminine frequency. And I think that 
the more that we can come back to these deeper layers of healing and understanding frequency and understanding who we are on a soul level, not just on the human level. Um, yeah, I think that's just the, the medicine that we need in this world to continue raising the consciousness and also to continue being happier and healthier and more vibrant beings. So thank you so much for the work that you do. I'm definitely going to be joining you for a group frequency training, and I'm really, really grateful to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks again for tuning in today. If you found value from this conversation, I invite you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. You can tag me at Amy Natalie Co. I always love hearing from you. Send me a message. Let me know your takeaways. Also, I have a beautiful free gift for you. If you have not already downloaded the Empowered Feminine Morning Ritual, it is a 20-minute audio guide for you to listen to in the morning to start your day feeling empowered and embodied. You can find the link for that recording in the show notes. And lastly, if you are a regular listener here and you enjoy this podcast, I invite you to leave a rating and a review. This is the best way to support this podcast in reaching more women around the world leave a rating and a review you can scroll down on the podcast app on apple podcasts or on itunes and leave a quick review to share what you love most about this podcast and how it has impacted your life thanks again for being here and we'll see you next monday for another episode of the feminine frequency